0: You are cordially invited to the wedding of A. Marie Cross and Arnold Hightower. And now, a toast from the maid of honor, Janelle Cross. Hi everyone. Thank you for being here. Some of you may know me as the sister of the bride. Some of you may know me as the ex-girlfriend of the groom. But I'm willing to bet none of you know me as the woman secretly sleeping with the best man. I am. I know. I'm just as surprised as you. It was only supposed to be for the week, but every kiss, adventure, and stolen moment with Rome Martin feels like it could last forever. Oh, well. What happens in Tulum stays in Tulum. Right? So we're starting off with a text from Arnold to Janelle saying, hey, I just thought I would let you know that I'm proposing Amiri, I think tomorrow. So then we're fast forwarding to Janelle packing for a trip and she's talking to her mother on the phone and her mother is like, you know, do you got this, 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 just checking off the list, making sure she got everything. So she's like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. And you know, her ex boyfriend, did propose to her sister and they planned their wedding. And it's a, de- it's a destination wedding to Tulum. And while she could really care less, cause her and the ex, his name is Arnold. They weren't a good fit. I think they were together for maybe like six months or something like that. And when they broke it off, it was kind of like, okay, like that's fine. But then he pops back up dating her sister and she thinks they're the most, mold- The more, excuse me, perfect pair. So it's like, okay, this is completely fine. Like, I don't feel anything towards him. I'm happy for my sister. That's great. But while she's living in her own world, thinking everything is cool, everybody around her has this illusion that she's just putting on the front. And somehow she's really like broken up about this and is in despair about her sister getting married to her ex. And her sister acts like she's the maid of honor. So she's right there. So it's just like, I, well, hold on. Cause we are gonna get to Janelle, but I just have a feeling like if she was really that broken up about it, she would not agree to be a part of this wedding and be a part of their lives. So anyway, her, uh, one of her best friends by the name of Eve shows up at her door and she's like you know girl come on so we can make this flight we are gonna have a good time we gonna party woo, woo, woo. and she's like yeah girl i'm ready you know it is what it is let's go so they get to the airport and it's uh it's just like a group of friends they all know each other they're familiar familiar with each other ready to have a good time the only person she really did not know for the most part was Arnold's best friend by the name of Rome. Cause when they were dating, Rome was never around. He actually, I think moved out of state to take a job. And then it's like, uh, he recently just moved back to town and has been coming around more. And because he's Arnold's best man, they got together to plan the engagement, the engagement, (laughs) the engagement party. Um, so and she's noticing how fine he is, and when we get to Rome's point of view, his thing was he always found her attractive, and he felt kind of bad looking at his best friend's girl, so he distanced himself. So it's like the less he see her, it won't be a problem. And I'm just like, you know, I can respect that because it's just like I'm—I don't want to overstep, and I feel like I'm being rude. So. I'm gonna distance myself. But now that he knows that they're broken up, you know, he's like, now nah, I can look freely. And if I choose to move forward with this, it, it really can't be too much of a problem because it's like, nigga, you got with her sister. So if I wanted to get with her, is it really a problem? So, you know, he's noticing her and paying attention to her because while everybody else is relaxed and cool, here comes A. Marie constantly on Janelle's head. Like, do you got this? Did you make sure you got this? And, you know, and Janelle is like, yes, yes. Like I did all this pre-planning before it even got time to get on the plane. So there's like you, she don't say this to A. Marie, but, you know, talking to other people and even saying it to herself, it's like there's no reason for you to keep asking me these questions. And Rome notices, it's like, anytime it looks like Janelle is relaxed or finally has a moment of peace, here come her sister to make sure she has a nun. And I'm like, hold the fuck? What type of shit is this? And it's like, she she's not doing it to anybody else. And so they're going to have massages. Was it the massages or even... Anyway, um a marie brings up a pink ribbon in honor of their aunt who is battling breast cancer who cannot travel right now so she's gonna have the pink ribbon wrapped around her uh her bouquet of flowers and janelle was like hold on you ain't say nothing about no pink ribbon so no i don't have a pink ribbon and so then um a marie best friend, like more so. Her, they're all friends, excuse me, but Danielle is more so a Marie's best friend where Eve is closer to Janelle, but they were, they are all friends together. And I thought it was cute. She was like in college, they called themselves deja vu. because you know, D for Danielle, E for Eve, J for Janelle and A for A Marie. It's like, at one point, that's how close they were. But now that they're older, and for some reason, her and um, her and her sister are having problems. But Aunt Marie comes out her mouth when Danielle says, you know, I think there's a shop around here that we can go to and get the ribbon. She's going to say, thanks. Maybe you should have been my maid of honor. And Janelle doesn't say anything. And that messed me. I'm like, ain't no way you let her talk to you like this. And the thing is, Janelle has no problem getting any other person together. But when it comes to her sister, because it's her wedding and she wants everything to go perfect for her and to prove that she's not jealous, she's basically asking how high and A Maria is telling her to jump. So at some point, Rome comes to her and is like, why are you letting her do this to you? You know, don't let her pressure you like this. She's not doing this to nobody else. You're doing a damn good job Tell her to back up off of you. But like I said, Janelle's reasoning is this is her wedding. I just want everything to be perfect for her. And if I can get it done, I'm gonna get it done. So while the guys more so get to chill, you know, cause they don't have no activity plan. They just like, man, we here for the wedding. And you know, day by day, they out by the pool or they just sitting around drinking. They're having fun. Whereas A. Marie has the girls, like, they got a set schedule from the moment they wake up till this time to go to bed at night. And at one point, because they have activities planned together, Janelle says something about seeing sea turtles. And he's like, Is that one of the activities or something that they can do here? And she claims, that a Marie says she didn't know anything about it. So it's not a part of any of the activities they have planned. And so um, Rome tells her at one point, like, you know, I've always been attracted to you. So for the two weeks that we're here, basically you mine. And she says, well, we can only do it for one week because when everybody else comes for the next week, you know, we can't sneak around. It's going to become obvious. So he's like, all right, cool. So for one week, they, you know, they friends with benefits. And at some point, because Amory was getting on her goddamn nerves, she tells him, you know, I just want to go read by the water. Like I brought a bag of books. I got my Kindle. I just want like a moment of peace and quiet and a good book. And it's like, girl, same uh in rome he makes video games so my man got money and he uh what did he do he got uh he texts arnold like uh tell your girl to chill and release people from activities for a day and just let everybody be to themselves and so basically they got her distracted to do that and he took her out on a yacht that he rented for her to, she's like, there's no way you rented this yacht for me to just read. And he's like, how come I didn't? I want to do this for you and I want you to have some peace and quiet. So, you know, you grab your book that you reading and give me a book to read and boom, bow. That's how we gonna do it. And she just could not believe it, but still grateful at the same time. Cause it's like somebody is paying attention. Well, everybody was paying attention. At the end of the day, it was up to her to decide if she was going to do something or say something about it and she wasn't doing so. So, and it was going to have to be her to be the one to put a Marie in her place because when other people were saying stuff to her, it's like, all right, you can relax now, like leave that girl alone. She's like, what? She don't have a problem with it. So I don't understand what you guys are talking about. I'm not doing anything. And Janelle would be like, no, I'm fine. You know? Yeah. So, so I'll do this for you, did 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 whatever. Um, so what i found so cute was like she told him about a series that she was reading and how she really enjoyed it i think she was on part two so he's like all right well you give me book one and i'll read that while you know you read the other one. so when she finished her book because he got his head laid in her lap reading the other one he's like are you taking a break she was like i'm actually done this man sat up and said, good, I got questions. And it just start running down the shit of the book. Like, what is this? Like, what are they thinking? Da, da, da. I said, oh, I wish. Like, just to have somebody to discuss books with is amazing and so funny. But she's like, um, you know, she really enjoyed it because it's like, I just to have somebody to chill with and it was great. So anyway, the whole time... They're like running around, being secretive, like while uh, everybody else doing their own thing, they having sex together. It's great. It's whatever. Cause anytime Aimee Marie pisses her off, she texts Rome or you know, uh, come to his room. Like I need a stress reliever. Uh, please excuse me. And Rome was like, baby, that's what I'm here for. Use me. Not just like please. And at some point. I forgot what happened, but she went to her room and he's like, you know what you're doing and you're not hanging out with everybody. And she's like, no, I just need to take a bath and get in my bed and I'm not doing anything. Like I'm really upset right now. And so he tells her to enjoy her night, but then next thing she knows there's a knock on her door and he's, uh, he had room service, sent her up something to eat cause she hadn't eaten anything. And like uh, what is it like bath care, like bubbles and stuff like that for her to have a nice hot soaking bath. And she takes him and like, you want to be a book boyfriend so bad while he is a book boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, I loved it. But anyway, um, the week is like the first week is over. So now here comes the next week where it's time for the actual wedding. So it's time for Arnold and, oh, before that, Anne-Marie is like yelling in the halls, like knocking on people's door, basically banging. And when everybody come out to the hall, it's like, what is the problem? And she's like, I lost my ring. I need everybody to help me find it now. And so they split up into groups and Arnold and Janelle is in one group with Rome and I wanna say uh Danielle and the rest of the people are in the other group. And he has the Arnold has this thing where he pretends to be like the black Sherlock Holmes or whatever. I think they call him Sherlock Black. And so they're having fun laughing at him because anytime he loses something, he puts on this accent and he gets to retracing his steps and find whatever he lost. So at some point they're cracking up because he always says, according to my calculations, the thing should be right here. So then next thing you know, here comes a Marie looking at them as if she caught them doing something and she's like, y'all just having a good old time, huh? And I don't have to tell her like, no, we were trying to find your ring, you know, but Nobody is happy that you lost a ring. She just sounded fucking stupid. And so he's like, you can ask Janelle. Like it was, we just having fun, like harmless fun. And she's going to let come out of her mouth. I don't want to ask Janelle anything about you. And it's like, bitch, don't nobody want him. Like technically I had him first. So the fact that you got my, I don't want to call the man sloppy seconds, but the fact that you got somebody that I had already girl back up off me. But once again, Janelle still doesn't say anything. And so then a Marie says that it's time for them to head to the airport. So they can, uh, she's talking to Arnold, but of course everybody's right there. Like, you know, it's time to go pick up my parents and we could take them to lunch. And so Janelle says, you know, where should I meet you out front? And a Marie looks at her like, what? She's like, to go pick up our pants. Daddy told me that he wanted to see me at the airport. So, you know, are y'all leaving right now? Like, am I riding with y'all? Like, what's going on? And she says, well, actually, I wanted to treat them to lunch before everything got crazy. And she's like, okay, like, what is the problem with that? Let's go. And Amory says, do you really want to be a fifth wheel? It's like, bitch, this ain't a double date. What did you talk and so everybody sees what she's doing but janelle is like you know what that's fine cool whatever but rome tells her oh janelle my brother is probably on that same flight because he's coming too um you can ride with me and you don't have to be anywhere you're not wanted because and that's the one thing i loved about rome he was not letting the little slick a marie was saying slide because when she found her ring Because let's backtrack to that, because when she came up to them being real salty and trying to be shady and she was like, oh, I found it. It's like that should have been the first thing out your fucking mouth where that ring was, because they're all like um, in good, good jobs, quote unquote, good jobs, making a lot of money. So it's a big ass ring that he bought her and come to find out uh, one of their friends, Micaiah, found it under the bed. And so that's how everybody knew she was on bullshit because it's like that big ass rock in the first place. You didn't think to look was under your bed. You got these people all outside because one of the activities they had was like by some beach chairs or something like that, I believe. So it's like, you got these people all outside searching everywhere when people can be off doing other things, relaxing and all this type of shit to look for a ring where, you know, exactly where it's at. Um, And so she go to say something and Rome says, I believe the words you're looking for are thank you. And she's like, what? He like, you got everybody out here looking for this ring. And now that it's found, instead of saying thank you, you know, you're saying something that really don't matter right now. So I believe the words you're looking for are thank you. And he look her dead in her face. Cause it's just like, whatever you got to say back, we can go toe to toe right now. Cause you sound fucking crazy. And so um when he told her, you know, you can ride with me, so you don't have to be anywhere, you're not wanted. She's gonna try to say, that's not and he looked her dead in her face, like I what you got to say. But she cuts herself off and says, See, Rome got, got all the answers, problems solved. And it's like, you know exactly what you're doing. You've been running this girl your sister. You've been running your sister ragged this whole week, just doing every little thing, basically breaking her down. You might as well have a whip in your fucking hand and be uh, whipping her with it because that's how hard you on her. And then when it's time to go get your parents, you trying to exclude her from that, too. So anyway, they get in the car, they meet up at the airport and, you know, it's Rome and Janelle off to one side while a. Marie and um what's that nigga's name? Arnold is off to the other side. And when the parents get off, the daddy is real happy to see her. He's like, hey, baby, how you doing? Do, do whatever? Everybody hug. And um, Rome's brother, it started with a J, but I forgot his name. Damn. He gets off the plane and there's a man following him because he used to play uh, basketball, but he retired so he could raise his son. And the man is just following him, trying to talk sports. And the brother looks at Rome like, please stop this talking to me. And I've never seen athletes like anywhere or anything like that. And I think if I would, that would be the one thing. It's like, I know they used to people coming up to them, but I would never be that one. Even if I did want to meet them, like, oh my God, I'm such a big fan. I? It just seems like that's just such a a, a hit to their psyche. And um, what am I trying to say? Like, it's no respect for their space. So I would never do that. But anyway, so they get them away, and everybody's introduced to everybody, and so she tries to the a Marie, excuse me. She starts pulling her pants away, it's like, well, Arnold and I wanted to treat you guys to lunch, and you know, like, have a conversation with you guys before everything gets crazy this week. And the dad is like, and you can't invite your sister and Rome and his brother. I'm pretty sure they're hungry too, and she tries to say something, but Rome says, you know, that's fine. Y'all go ahead and do that. And we gonna slide out. So they leave, but it's done in a way where a Marie like is showing what you are doing, but you know what, because this is your way and everybody want to let you have your way go right ahead. So they get back to the hotel and she's just like, you know, thank you for standing up for me. And it's basically like, girl, when is it going to be your turn though? So, they go on a um it was some type of uh of, of activity i forgot what it was rock climbing or some shit like that but anyway it was more so like all the guys and i think she was like the one girl while the girls went to the spa and her mom has her in the hallway like how could you do that to your sister why would you want to be around uh Your sister's fiance all day instead of being at the spa. And Janelle is like, "Well, first of all, Amory did not want me at the spa, so why would I come if she didn't want me there?" And um, it was like thirteen or fourteen other people on this activity, so why are you singling it out? Like I was purposely trying to be alone with my sister's fiance. And the mama is basically doing that shit that certain mamas do, where it's just like. You need to be happy for your sister. Why does it seem like you're trying to sabotage and it's not a good look for you? And Rome comes around the corner, once again, sticking up for her. And it's like, you know, your daughter has done such a great job this weekend making sure everything is exactly how A. Marie wants it. And she got this look of shock on her face like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, she's really done everything she could to make this the best wedding for your other daughter and he brings up the fact that she lost her ring so that changes her focus like she didn't tell me that she lost uh that ring i'm gonna go talk to her right now and um so that sends her on about her way and janelle is like you didn't have to do that he's like actually i did like at some point enough has to be enough so i believe it was the next day she she had lunch. It was either supposed to be lunch or dinner with her parents. And so when they sit down, she tells her mom, you know, I need to know what the problem is. Because for some reason, the mom, she was looking at her. She was like, you know, you don't look too good. Come on, tell mama what you need and janelle was like i'm so glad you are in a helpful mood because my problem is with you and the mom is like what what do you mean and it's like please don't play this game and i made a TikTok where i was duetting another lady where she said she can't stand a toxic parent trope and i was like and i had posted this book only for the week and i said the whole entire family is toxic including the daddy because the daddy saw what was going on because at one point when the mama was explaining her reasoning for treating janelle the way she does the daddy has his arm around his wife while holding janelle's hand under the table and i'm like no why are you not calling out your wife she don't need she shouldn't be leaning on you being able to cry because her reasoning was bullshit. her thing was you never needed me you were this strong girl who did everything on your own you didn't need me A Marie needs me more than you. So, you know, I go to her every time she calls and I just don't see a reason to basically have a relationship for you because you don't need me to do anything for you. And, you know, she's crying and then she's smiling, holding her hand out, as if Janelle is gonna take her hand and embrace her. And Janelle tells her, that's bullshit. And she's like, what? She was like, what you said makes no sense. A child always needs their parents. But because I'm not running to you at every second like, Mom, oh my God, Mommy, this, da, 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 da. You felt like you could treat me the way you've been treating me. And at that moment, she should have turned to her daddy and says, I need you, I need you, or I needed you to step up for me. The fact that you let her do that and then try to come after the fact or show, or show me love, like, discreetly, is bullshit, but she didn't. The fact that he showed her love at all and was calling her pumpkin and tried to give her a little bit more love instead of addressing the problem pissed me off as well. But basically he understood and she tells the mom, "I don't want any contact with you anymore." And that just it just is what it is. It's like because you have broken our relationship and I don't feel like it's going to Be any better. So then she goes back to her hotel. Then next thing you know, there's like banging on her door, and she's assuming that it's A. Marie, but it's actually Arnold. This nigga is drunk off his ass. And he comes in the room talking about he was about to marry the wrong sister, and it should have been Janelle instead. And he tries to kiss her, and she slaps him and kicks him out of her room. Then when she sees A. Marie later on that night, they were at the club hanging out, and she tells A. Marie, and she says, you're lying. I don't know why you're trying so hard to sabotage this for me, but you're lying. And you know he doesn't want you, da-da-da, all of this type of stuff. So she's like, all right, fuck you, fuck this wedding. And you know that slick shit you said about uh, Danny actually being your uh, maid of honor? You got a equal opportunity to do that right now. I'm out of here. And the only thing she hears is, what? You can't quit the wedding. And Janelle's like, "Watch me." So she leaves, and uh, her and Rome like they hook up at the end, and they decide because it was like that one week bullshit. We're not stopping that one week. We continuing this, and when we get back home too. So he's like, "I'm proud of you. You finally stood up for yourself and let it be known." And so, uh, oh shit, I forgot. So they were at that party, and then next thing you know, um, then uh danielle and eve like burst into the bathroom like where y'all phones at and the guys were at a different club and they got into a fight and so all the guys were just sitting around now one of the guys who was either a cousin or a friend of somebody was talking shit and he was like uh you know arnold you got one sister but i'm trying to check out janelle see what that's hitting for And everybody was telling him, like, man, watch your mouth. We don't talk about the ladies like that. Like, shut up. And so he keep talking crazy. And Rome said, you got one more time to say something. And I'm going to come across this table. So the guy, what was his name? Chad. I think it was Chad. Chad called his bluff. Rome flew across that table and was whooping his ass. So they uh, started a fight because he was a radio personality. So he had a couple goons, security guards, whatever, with him. So... They call themselves trying to fight too. So it's just an all-out brawl. So the girls come and get them. And uh when they on the bus, uh what was it? Not on the bus. When they get off the bus, she uh she goes and get a first aid kit, and A. Marie tries to talk. Like, Janelle, can we talk? And Janelle says, no, and keeps it moving. Like I said all I had to say. I'm done with you. So the next day, um, Rome is getting up, getting ready for the wedding, but he see her, she got her Kindle acting like she reading and he's like, you really don't want to come? And she's like, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm finally free from that. So he's like, okay, cool. And he goes, but next thing you know, like while they standing up there and he thinking it's about to change to so here come the bride, here comes Jeanette. And I'm like, why did you show up? I wanted her to stand her ground so fucking bad and not show up to that wedding. But her reasoning was, you know, I didn't do it for her. I did it for me. Cause I didn't want to look back and regret not being part of my sister's wedding. No, hell no. I wanted you to look back and be glad you finally stood up and stop letting them gaslight you into thinking you're a bad person when you're not. But anyway, you know, it's always the, you gotta be better than put your, best face forward type of shit that they got going on whatever so he's like all right so when it's time to go home they still decide that they're gonna continue their relationship and what was it like a couple months later or a month later or something like that anyway rome ends up proposing giving very much um a different world with dwayne with the video game and he had her play And at one point, it wouldn't move on. So she's like, "Uh, Why won't it go from this page? Because the guy, the animated version of Rome, is down on one knee. So when she turns around, is Rome actually on one knee? So they're now engaged and in love. And um, she's taking baby steps with Amarie, with going out to lunch when she asks, but it's like sometimes, not every time she asks. Because Amy Marie told her she believed her when she said it, but she just didn't want to basically accept it. And I was like, "That is bullshit, man! Fuck her! Fuck her so bad!" Yeah, because I forgot to mention that. And Janelle, like the yeah, let me backtrack. I'm so sorry. So before the engagement, let's go back to the wedding. It's like basically the reception. Where Janelle gives this beautiful, her maid of honor speech, or her toast, I should say, was so, they did not deserve it. Neither one of them. The fact that they still got married after she found out that the nigga kissed her sister, talking about that he um, is marrying the wrong one. Even though he said that's not true, he was just scared at the time that Amory scares him. Because she's just like so... (sighs) what is it like controlling or like it's just like bitch relax a little bit just just take a deep breath and relax and everything will be a-okay just chill but he was like uh you know in the end it's like no I really love you I just said that bullshit because I was drunk and I was scared but I really want to be with you so they end up getting married anyway but yeah after the fact ain't no way in hell but she tell uh and Marie was telling her, like, I believed you when you first said it. And also the same shit that her mama was saying, like, you've always been the strong one. You've always had your head on straight. You succeed at everything. And basically, I was being a bitch to you because I'm a hater. And I'm supposed to be the big sister. I'm supposed to be doing better than you. It's like, bitch, you're my sister. You're supposed to be happy for me. And um, once again, that you never needed me shit. And Amory has business, either one business or businesses that she said, they're not doing good. They're actually failing. So Janelle is like, why didn't you come? I would have helped you. Like, I basically would have did anything for you. It's like, you get with my ex and basically your life start falling apart. So you start treating me like shit just because you're older and you feel like you should be the one with your life together. That's not how life fucking works anyway but anyway um she decides that she's going to take baby steps with her sister and she's still not talking to her mom which i'm not i'm you shouldn't be talking to either one but hey 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 can't tell people how to live but anyway she got her man mr rome now they engaged about to get married and all that type of stuff which I was very happy for her because she was trying so hard to push my man away. Like, it's only for this week. You know, we can't tell nobody what's going on. Don't nobody need to know. And he's like, girl, cut that out. I want you. I want you. No, how did it go on Blue Night? I like you and I want you. Now we can end it. Not what that implies, but basically same energy. Like, baby, I like you. I've been liking you. I like this little situation we got going on and we're going to keep doing it. And they did exactly what Rome said. So yes, uh, this is my first book, re- Uh, you know, first time reading Natasha Bishops, but I will definitely be reading more because I loved this, but I do hate the pa- uh, toxic parent trope. Cause I'm just like, man, dude, I thank God. Every, every time I read about it, I thank God. Cause I'm like, my, my parents would never they would never, like, I just, oof, oof, I hate it for y'all, let me stop that, but anyway, uh, it's a great book, please go pick it up, peace and blessings, my beautiful people.